You're listening to the Dating Diaries podcast with your host, Gemma Joel. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5. I'm Gem, a health coach and a registered nutritionist with a passion for all things love and relationships. On today's episode, I'll be giving you an overview of the different attachment styles and how these can have an impact on our romantic relationships. Have you ever wondered why the guy or the girl that you like isn't giving you what you need? Maybe you want them to give you some validation or to hold your hand or to tell you that they miss you when they haven't seen you for a while, but they don't. And this might lead you to think that maybe they're just not that interested in you. But the way that people act in relationships can be dated all the way back to when they were born. And this is where the theory of attachment comes into play. Now, attachment theory is the belief that everyone has a different type of attachment from birth, essentially based on the way that they were treated as a child by their primary caregiver and how this has developed throughout their lives. So other factors can also impact this, such as the bonds that we form with others through friendships or romantic relationships. And these attachment styles play a huge role in our relationships and in how successful our romantic relationships can be. When brushing up on my research in the field of attachment styles, I was rereading the book called Attached by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. And there were a few quotes that really resonated with me. So the first one was, if we had to describe the basic premise of adult attachment in one sentence, it would be, if you want to take the road to independence and happiness, find the right person to depend on and travel down it with that person. Once you understand this, you've grasped the essence of attachment theory. The second quote was, getting attached means that our brains become wired to seek the support of our partner by ensuring the partner's psychological and physical proximity. And if our partner fails to reassure us, we are programmed to continue our attempts to achieve closeness until the partner does. And the last quote, which is probably one of my favourites, is, people are only as needy as their unmet needs. And that's so true. We often underestimate the power that our minds can have on our behaviour, especially if we've been used to acting and reacting in certain ways for a long period of time. You may notice, um, I certainly do, like patterns that pop up in your relationships, no matter how different this person may be from the last. You might feel really insecure or anxious or shy away from communicating your feelings or find it really difficult to commit to someone. And these insecure behaviours present themselves in so many different ways. And this is why knowing and understanding your attachment style, as well as your partner's, is key if you want to get to know yourself more and also to figure out what you can do to make your relationships flourish. Because those who have a secure attachment style have really got this nailed. And once you know your attachment style, even if it is one of the insecure ones, it is possible to break the cycle and adapt your behaviour to become more secure. But when these negative behaviours are automatic, it can take time and hard work to change. So it's important that we have patience with ourselves because not all of us are the lucky ones who have a secure attachment style without needing to put in some extra effort and challenge our mindset to achieve this. So let's get down to business because I'm sure you're probably wondering what these different attachment styles are and how they can affect you. So the attachment styles can be split into four primary categories. So your first one is anxious attachment style. Second one is dismissive avoidant attachment style. The third one is 
fearful avoidant attachment style, which is also known as disorganized. And the fourth one is your secure attachment. So if we just go back to childhood again for a second, if a child is brought up in a nurturing and a kind environment where the caregivers are responsive to the child's emotional needs, this is where a secure bond is formed. And on the flip side, when a child notices that his or her needs aren't being met, this is going to make it extremely difficult for them to be able to build a secure and stable bond with their caregiver. And then later in life, this can lead to a distorted perception of how relationships are supposed to work. And this is seen in the insecure attachment styles. Because these attachments form so early on in our lives, they really start to shape our worlds. And I guess as we get older, this is how we start to see it through the friendships that we build and the romantic relationships that we have. So essentially, our attachment styles are almost able to predict the way that we approach and act in relationships. So let's get started with the anxious attachment style. Now, this style is one of the three insecure attachment styles and some of the common signs of someone with this attachment style are a fear of rejection or abandonment, um, clinginess, uh, low self-esteem, and people who have this attachment style are likely to fall in love easily. But what's interesting is that although they fall in love easily, they rarely believe that their partners are the one or like, you know, their prince charming, their one true love. And one theory for this is because anxiously attached people often expect others to be uninterested and unavailable, um, especially when it comes to any type of long-term commitment. And additionally, anxious individuals tend to be quite self-conscious and to hold a generally negative perception of themselves. Next up is the dismissive avoidant attachment style. And this is the second of the insecure styles of attachment. What I find most intriguing about this style of attachment is that a person who is dismissive avoidant can come across as both self-sufficient and confident. However, they may really struggle with building emotional and physical intimacy in a relationship. And then they can start to close themselves off as soon as things get more serious. And then they find difficulty with letting you in. So you can imagine that this would have quite an impact on building a healthy and sustainable relationship. Following this is the fearful avoidant or disorganized attachment style. And this is the third and final insecure attachment style. So this type of person generally finds it quite hard to trust others. And out of all of the um, insecure attachment styles, this tends to be the most difficult one. And this is because the fearful avoidant style has a mixture of both the anxious and the dismissive avoidant styles. So although they want to be loved, they fear that those closest to them will hurt them. And so they back away in order to protect themselves. And this can often have the opposite effect because it only further inhibits that person from building close and intimate relationships where they can be loved and give love to. Last but not least, we have the secure attachment style. So adults who are securely attached generally have low levels of both anxiety and avoidance in their relationships. They are less likely to worry about their self-worth or their role in a relationship. They tend to feel good about themselves, they're positive about their love life, and they are able to seek long-term committed relationships that are based on a variety of vital factors, which are things like trust, honesty, mutual understanding, and the ability to get close emotionally. 
So even just from this overview, you can see how the variety of attachment styles can affect us both personally and in our relationships. Sometimes we can want things from a partner that they're just simply not programmed to give us. Like in an ideal world where you would have two securely attached people in a relationship together, they will have a great relationship, they'll bring out the best in each other. However, things can get tricky when you mix it up. So if you've got a securely attached person who is dating one of the insecure attachment styles, there's likely to be challenges in this relationship. But it isn't the be all or end all. These relationships can succeed, but it's likely that they'll need to have a bit more work. And this is where it can really help to be aware of your and your partner's attachment styles. Speaking from experience, I have just about managed to change my attachment style into a more secure one, but it's bloody hard and it's taken a long time. And even in this present moment, I still find those automatic negative thoughts kicking in at times when I'm in a horrible situation with someone I'm dating and I really have to challenge myself to react in a different way than my mind might be telling me to do. So for example, being able to communicate with that person how I'm feeling instead of just shutting down uh, or ignoring how I feel and just carrying on with it for the sake of it even if I'm not happy. And this is something that I would probably have done and have done a long time ago and I, I didn't communicate well, I didn't know how to communicate, so I would just shut myself off. And it would have been unheard of in, in my earlier years to be able to react in this positive way now. I let a guy string me along for almost 10 years, which right now saying that out loud is just unfathomable. And I would never put up with that again. But at the time, it was just so much easier for me to roll with those automatic thoughts and behaviors even though I knew deep down that they weren't serving me well. You really have to want to make these changes because it can be an unpleasant experience and it's often more unpleasant if you're already in a relationship trying to change, which I failed miserably at in my previous long-term relationship, probably because it was a mixture of me not trying hard enough, but also because we were together for so long that those behaviours were already very prevalent in our relationship and I found it harder to, to make those changes without them being very obvious. And I guess too, I just wasn't ready for change at that time. It was, it was too hard for me to do. But when I compare this to dating casually, I guess it's a bit easier because you can do some trial and error by changing the way you behave to see what outcomes it has because that person probably doesn't know you very well. So you, you do have gauge to, to try new things. And this is probably where most of the big changes within me have come from, actually. And it's weird because it's almost like a bit of market research with dating casually, except it can hurt sometimes when you do end up really liking someone and it doesn't go the way that you expected. But that is a part of life, sadly. You win some, you lose some, and it is what it is. Every person that comes into your life does so for a reason. And I believe no matter whether it's positive or negative, each person teaches you something and this will help you to grow and also to understand what you want from a relationship and what you can do to get that. So to wrap things up, I do have a bit of homework for those of you who are listening to this right now and don't know your attachment style or maybe you think you know your attachment style or just want to be sure. If you click the link that's in the bio of this episode, you'll be taken to a quick quiz 
that was designed by attachment coach Jessica De Silva. She'll also be joining me on one of my later episodes, which I am very excited about. Um, and if you've listened to this episode today and you are really interested in investing in yourself and your romantic relationships to give them the best possible chance from your angle, I'd highly recommend taking this quiz, especially as we'll be focusing specifically on the anxious and avoidant attachment styles in the next episode, because these are the ones that people often struggle with in their romantic relationships. So in my next episode, I'll be joined by Ioana Rotaru, who is a therapist providing support to individuals and couples for trauma, attachment and relationships. We'll be going deeper into the insecure attachment styles and discussing the difficulties that people with these attachment styles face, as well as some strategies to help you and your relationships thrive. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do like, share and subscribe to the Dating Diaries podcast. It's now available to stream on Spotify, Apple and Google.